0: you at work right now
1: yeah yeah
0: um i'm in sitting in my dressing room with your husband who is obnoxiously wearing a usc school of dramatic arts hat i feel like the alumni of usc tends to be uh the most braggadocious that's probably true they
1: absolutely are are, they're they're aggressive in their school spirit (laughs) i love you amy that's
2: probably true uh, you're also a <laughs> professor there, by the way. So please don't talk shit about your school.
1: If my kid can go to USC, I'd be very happy.
2: So wait a minute, what are you talking about? Well, I think that kids can go to SC for free if we're uh, Jack can go to SC because you're a professor. Well,
1: no, but I think you have to be. I think you have to be like ten years. I mean, I oh yeah, I know.
2: Before we get to the ad reads, first of all, Amy, thank you so much for joining us. People are been asking where you are, and hey, you've been busy. You know, making our making our country proud, putting away criminals.
1: We're, we're on we're on air right now. Sure. Okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm, I'm glad we're in a good mood.
0: Yeah. Th- did that seem passive aggressive
2: to you, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. I'm, I'm glad no, we're in a good m- would, mood. No, but why would
0: why would Amy? Amy, will you take over from here?
2: Yeah, Amy. Why don't you tell us what's going on with you?
1: Well, the uh, big news from Sim and me is that um, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 i'm so, so thrilled i'm so yeah so it, happy so it uh, weeks. happened i'm um, 13 and a half weeks um i'm almost done my first trimester um it certainly happened a lot more quickly than we expected um but i am very grateful
0: i remember you coming over uh for a dinner party and and you you had thought that you were pregnant but then like then you kind of weren't sure
1: you you must have known, right? Like somewhere. Yeah. So I, you know, I had this feeling, like I, I but of course, I'd never been pregnant before, so I didn't know how to compare it. But I just felt like something was different. Um, but the first test I took was negative, so I thought like my body is just playing tricks on me. But but that feeling kind of didn't go away. And so then that night, if you remember, we were like after me wine. I was like, you know, I think I'm gonna gonna pass just in case. And then um, yeah, we. We, um we got ourselves a little honeymoon uh, baby so <laughs> I'm, I'm it's so, so excited it's
2: exciting it's exciting mean, of course you've known this for a while it's exciting it's scary so if any dads out there have any advice for me
1: yeah we, we need all all the advice yeah can we get. don't have any male <laughs> listeners
2: if we know dad advice for me. Love your, but. love your woman. I like it. Yeah. yeah
1: no, Sim Sim's, Sim's been great. I think, I think or Sim's man. actually been enjoying my pregnancy. Yeah,
2: I love that. I <laughs> eat quite a bit
0: more. Good
1: job. <laughs>
0: thank I'm you, a lot thank more you. fun to share food I, with. Yeah. I,
2: listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, I'm a little scared, but I'm more excited than scared. But then again, how can I not be? How can anyone not be in this, in this situation? But it's all, all amazing stuff. Of course.
1: Yeah. Sim was, Sim was definitely in denial when I told him.
2: <laughs> oh, should we say the sex?
1: Um, do you want to say it now, or do you want to keep you want to keep that under wraps for a little longer? No, no,
2: we'll just say it. It's a, it's a boy.
1: It's a boy. Yeah. So that was also surprising. Sim's Sim's face in that when that was found out, that was pretty priceless. Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, uh. that's I'm I'm so thrilled for you guys. Epidural, epidural, <laughs> epidural. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to being on leave, so the baby and I can come hang out with you guys when you when you record.
2: It's going to be great. Love that. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> Which I'm sure that's exactly what you want is a, a newborn infant crying uh, as you're trying to record a podcast.
0: Well, and you guys told me that I could name the baby. Um, did we say that?
1: <laughs> yeah. That was actually really funny. Remember Anna texted that and I responded like haha and Anna writes like, That sounded like a nervous laugh. <laughs> that I remember was that. Absolutely <laughs> a nervous <laughs>
2: laugh. I'm sure she has some ideas and I wouldn't be surprised if she kind of slipped me a few of those ideas over the next six months. But we'll see. Um but Children. I before we Trojan Sarna Trojan Sarna there you go <laughs> all right so before we get to uh, the ad reads um Amy will you indulge us for a second we just need to really apologize to a segment of our or actually we should apologize no, to all of our listeners well you know we uh, sometimes we, we get we things, mess up. yeah
0: yeah and and it's I feel I feel like it's my fault and I sometimes we're not as thoughtful or I'm not as thoughtful as I could be and uh and I do want to apologize and to clarify um, a couple of things, right, Sim?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, this was difficult because it, there was a deal-breaker question from the Heather Graham episode from a couple of weeks ago, and the question was... Uh, the deal-breaker
0: was, you're dating a guy who dated his college roommate. Right. And the implication was that he had dated another guy. And it it was really insensitive because I, I, I never want... That idea to sort of be portrayed in any kind of negative light, right? And I'm really sorry because I value so much um, all of our listeners, and I and I didn't mean to put Heather in an awkward position, and.
2: Uh, we just handled it wrong. We took it out of the episode pretty early on. And then I did, we did get some emails. And I want to read one of the emails because I think this is important to read. Do you mind, Ana? No, if I, read I would it? love that. Okay. So this is from Mariah, and she's in Indiana. And she said, First off, I just want to say I love the podcast. I've been listening from episode one. I look forward to a new episode every week. I'm in the middle of listening to the episode with Heather Graham, and it's during the deal breaker segment. Let me preface this by saying I'm not one of those social media crusaders wanting to be mean or call anyone out in a negative way. I just wanted to give you some food for thought. So the question was basically if the guy had dated a man previously but was attempting to date Heather, would that be a deal breaker? All a matter of opinion as to that being a deal breaker, of course— I am a bisexual identifying individual in the world right now. There's a lot of representation for the bisexual community and there is a lot of misinformation about us. It took me a long time to accept my sexuality and to come out to my friends and family. I only just came out last year on my birthday and it's been absolutely fantastic ever since. Hooray for being true to yourself. Anyway, I just want to say that if somebody has once dated somebody of the same gender and also somebody of the opposite gender, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're secretly gay or that they're just a confused straight person. Very likely, they could be bisexual. The only reason I even bring this up is because I love the show so much, and as a bisexual person, it's really tough to see the media always portraying us in this light or rather totally ignoring our existence altogether. We're either secretly gay or we are confused slash experimenting straight person. As a 50-50 bisexual, I can tell you I am definitely not confused. I know exactly what I like, and I'm not a secret lesbian, lol. It also kind of hurts when people are fearful to be intimate with somebody who's bi because they think we're just going to fuck everybody and are bound to cheat. Also, not true. There are definitely all different kinds of people in the world. There are bisexual people who have open relationships. There are bisexual people who probably cheat. I'd say we do just as much as straight people do. I am also a serial monogamist. I'm also married to a man, and I would never cheat on him in any scenario imaginable. Now, does that mean I don't find women attractive sexually? Definitely not. I'm very attracted to both men and women. Lucky for me, my husband doesn't and has not ever feared that about me. Again, all a matter of opinion as to whether this is a deal-breaker or not. I just wanted to shed a positive light on the bi community and perhaps give people something to consider. Thanks, Sim. Again, I love the show, and I really love you and Anna's platonic friendship my friend is the dude we've been friends ever since we were 13 it's a rare thing much love mariah
0: mariah thank you so much for your support and your insight and giving us pause um and reflection on um sometimes what fucking idiots we can be
2: we apologize to your listeners we're really sorry
0: thank you guys
2: thank you but that wasn't the only controversial thing from that episode <laughs> So <laughs> so during during the uh the advice oh. call with Oh boy. Uh, so do you remember the advice call so our caller she she, she was being bullied by her right. coworkers, and we
0: told her to not go to HR right yeah she was doing we're really well at work morons she, are we she's doing
2: really well at work we're and, so fucking and we're lame. telling her to conserve we're I mean we're officially we need unqualified all,
0: we need an HR department
2: <laughs> we don't. I told so I'm like Amy how'd you like the episode she goes the episode was great but you totally got the advice part wrong and of course we did
1: by the way I, I don't think I was the only one with that opinion no
2: you're not in fact Chelsea who is a senior HR manager she's in Brooklyn she actually wrote us an email can I read this email to you, Yes, Anna? please. Alright, so here is her qualified advice, the advice that we should have given.
0: We we need to, like, employ a therapist. Someone legit.
2: Oh, anyway, man.
0: okay, please read right, the I'm email. Read this.
2: So, Chelsea writes, I was listening to the pod today and wanted to reach out to help the caller with the mean girl situation at her job. I've been in HR for seven plus years and I'm always on the side of the employee first, business second, so I thought I might be able to send these tips along to you to pass on to her. She sounded so defeated and hearing about those awful women really irritated the crap out of me. Hopefully, my advice helps. And here we go. And this is what you're supposed to do. Document every incident, including naming the witnesses and including the managers slash leadership members that did or said nothing to help. It'll be useful later if you need to speak to HR to escalate things. Talk to your bosses, managers about it, and ask them for advice on how to deal with it. Ask them to help you and advocate for you. Document the convo in a recap email thanking your boss for the convo and putting steps you agreed on to help the situation. Again, save this and all correspondence for later. Save all convos, documents that make any reference to your good job performance, including yearly reviews, positive feedback, etc. All job performance-related info. Save this in a folder in case you need to prove wrongful termination if things ever come to it. If talking to your bosses and managers fails, write an email, document everything always, to HR explaining the situation and calmly expressing how they are making you feel. How is this affecting your job and how can that potentially affect the company because of your role? Attach your notes about the incidents, your recap of the convo with your boss, and explain that you've tried to handle this situation with your boss but failed and now you need HR's help. Come with solutions. Include some suggestions of your own on what you think might help and what you'd like to do to take on and help the situation. Find allies. Chances are these women are not only doing this to you. Form a coalition. Ask those allies to speak up for you when they witness the behavior and vow to do the same for them. Ask them to speak to their bosses in HR too. There's power in numbers. Worst case, if all that fails, contact an employment lawyer if things do not get better because you have a case for a hostile work environment. Well, there you go, Anna.
0: I wish someone had told me this years ago, because I think as as an actor, you're you're sort of an independent agent and you're sort of hustling around town. And so it sort of feels like who is on my team? Who would I ever approach if there was, um, you know, if there was harassment? You're also moving from job to job. um, But that is amazing advice, Chelsea. Thank you so much thanks for taking the time and i hope that people will heed that advice and i hope so too we can make the world uh you know a a better place and a safer work environment for people who are getting fucking bullied
3: hi zach hi before
0: you got here we were drinking Sim (laughs) sim and i were throwing around an idea of a new podcast
2: uh, we called Caitlin, at no, the which Gardner's we one. wanted you to be a part of.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay,
4: I'll be in it. I don't have a podcast. It's very cool to have a podcast, and I know you have a very mm-hmm. successful one. I, I really am late to the game, but I'd like to get in on this action. But you know what? You are the
2: one that's going to make podcasting it's famous. Like I'm going to try. It's make it pervasive. I mean, I'm going to try. With, I'm, with putting AD, I'm putting it on putting ABC. I'm putting it on ABC. Everyone will know what a podcast is after your show comes out.
4: I hope so.
0: So, the idea for a new podcast. Yeah. Maybe I'll just start it off, right?
2: Sure. You want to pitch it to him?
0: Yeah. All right. Yo, what's up, motherfuckers? This is Chad with bros before hoes. I got to get, I got to work on my male voice. Tyler. That's your male impersonation?
4: (laughs) We're we're so horrible.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do do kids say yo anymore?
4: I don't know if yo is still around. Um, What's up, brah?
0: What's up, bro?
2: Brah. Brah.
0: What's up, brah? We got bros before hoes coming at you. Not live. Cause it's a fucking podcast, dicks. We're gonna talk about pussy. We're gonna talk about tits. We're gonna talk about uh fucking uh wingdings. <laughs> I'm here
4: This is this is just so I'm clear, this is a guy's podcast.
2: <laughs> so this is wait what's the t- the target yeah. demo yeah, obviously what, is, what's, it's what's yeah the premise right it's so, just guys talking about guy stuff by the way zach this hasn't been developed this is oh, literally I oh i couldn't this tell is,
0: this we're, t- <laughs> we're talking about becca
4: i couldn't tell it hadn't been workshop
0: not wearing her fucking sports bra yo chad too did you clock that
4: <laughs> <laughs> i clocked it yo
2: this is the worst podcast ever. What, uh, wait You really thought that, first of all, Bros Before Hoes is a great title for a podcast. Especially if it's by a woman. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> Yo, brah. We're here with Zach Braff. Woo! Fuck yeah, dude. How much right. pussy are you getting lately?
4: <laughs> wait, this, this is your impression. But that's what the show should be, by the way. I think it should just be called Anna Ferris Presents How Much Pussy You Getting Lately.
0: How much pussy you getting lately, and Zach Braff?
4: And it's a very short show. The guy comes on. He's like, "Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me." And it's over,
0: yo, thanks for being <laughs> here, Zach. How much <laughs> pussy you getting lately? I'm
4: doing all right. Thank you for very, for, but
0: like, um, be specific, uh, yo. <laughs>
4: I gotta go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next up, Al Pacino. <laughs> so no bros before house. I, I, I don't know. I love. I, it. You
2: know what? I think there's an audience there somewhere. Oh, thanks. Your wow, peep, your that peeps sounds are
0: better.
4: Around with
2: I know. Well, did buttons. you have a
0: little bit of a. You have a posse. Yeah.
4: An underpaid. You have minions. Hardworking.
0: <laughs> believing types.
4: Yeah, they believe in you. <laughs> Do you think that you're, you're kind of like a godhead to them? Oh, yes, of course. Okay.
0: Yes. To most people. <laughs> they, Am I not to they, you as well? They
4: probably both have small tattoos of you somewhere on their bodies.
0: Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> oh. Mm. My only dream is to like find out where.
4: Have you ever um, seen someone with a odd tattoo related to you, either of you or a quote from you on their body?
0: No, I wish no. But you, but the I reason you're asking have, the question I have. It's very is because bizarre. large.
4: What was it? It was like a most of someone's thigh, in and in a picture of me.
0: Of like a character in a
4: costume uh, I wore in a film I made called "Wish I Was Here." I was in a spacesuit. And it was me in the spacesuit over almost all of his. I think it was a male. I'm pretty sure it was a male thigh.
0: But how did also you I was the monkey see... in
4: Oz the Great and Powerful, and someone covered their whole hand and forearm with the monkey.
0: So you you inspire body art.
4: <laughs> I have. I just wondered if you. Had ever I have seen not, yourself. No. If you're listening to this and you know uh, of an Anna tattoo, please make sure it gets to her. Oh. I'm okay. sure it exists.
0: But wait, did you? We when, could probably Google it. Was this over like social media? Yeah, they sent it to oh, me on, oh.
4: on, on usually Instagram or Twitter. They'll like tag me on Instagram with a, with a tattoo of my face on their, on their body. Amazing. Or sometimes quotes from stuff I've done. Like what? Like something from Garden State or Scrubs or something. They'll be like on their body.
0: Um, because I I was hoping that I don't know I was hoping that somebody would, like would be waiting outside of your house to like ready to show you their commitment to you.
4: I'm afraid not of that. Sort of, I don't want. Them,
0: well, of course it's terrifying. I don't
4: want them. But outside my home, over
0: social media, it's social like, media.
4: But they're like in the Ukraine and it's okay.
0: Ah, uh, yes, the Ukraine,
4: or I mean, uh, you know, or somewhere far. Right. They're not right. outside. Like, hey, man, morning. Look at the tattoo I got. That would probably freak me out.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I would think in the Ukraine it's cold, so you're not like bragging to all your friends that you got a tattoo of an American celebrity on your. Unless thigh. you're
4: super psyched about, it. I mean, he did put it on his social media. Like, check out the art, the new ink. It's true, that's true.
0: I, 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 as like his future wife, comma. <laughs> actually, I would find that fucking fascinating. I think I would be like, "Wow, that's fucking awesome."
4: I understand that, like a quote that resonated with you, but a face is is a is a major major step.
0: I remember seeing Sylvester Stallone on like Oprah or a talk show years ago and he said something like for his wife's like I don't know 27th birthday, whatever it was, that he got this tattoo and then he reveals it, and it's, it's her face like all across his chest. And thinking, is that a gesture of love? I, I don't know. <laughs> because if I was Sylvester Stallone's wife, I, I don't know if I would be like, well, now, now we're good, babe. <laughs> like, I, I don't know.
4: I think you're putting it's a gesture, like forever, obviously, because I'm. But is now it to convince you.
0: oneself or is it to convince the other person?
4: I think both.
0: Hmm. Right. Do you have any tattoos?
4: No, I thought about getting one, but every time I think about it, I don't know what I want to look at for the rest of my life. But yeah. I think they look cool on sometimes on some people. I'm looking at my forearm because that's where I, think I know. It would
0: go. I know. What have you been tempted by?
4: I don't know. Like something shape-wise, not something like um, specific or some sort of doodle. Hmm.
0: hmm. All right. Well, maybe you could do bunny ears, you know, for the house bunny to symbolize me.
4: Oh yeah, I would like to do that. By the way, you haven't really decorated this this dressing room like for your specific taste. Not knowing you that well, I, I don't know that you're a huge F Troop fan. <laughs> but maybe you are maybe like you fuck the reason you got in oh entertainment God. was F Troop
0: Ferris F Troop <laughs> fuck yeah No um uh I keep you know I I, I didn't know if we were going to get canceled First we were told that we weren't allowed to hang stuff You're not allowed to decorate? Well, listen, I don't have a lot of power. Well, this show's been I'm on a long time. How long has this show lazy. been on? Five years.
4: See, I feel like five years, you can hang a poster. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I did get that massage chair. I know. And, so, it, and, and
4: for those of you listening, the massage chair takes up really one quarter of the room.
0: Yeah,
4: it's, just, it's the size of a VW Bug.
0: It's massive.
4: I've never seen such a massage chair. And I'd like to try a, it.
0: Well, you know what? You're in for a I should do the time. Rest
4: of time. I should do the rest <laughs> of the podcast from the massage chair.
0: <laughs> okay, can we ask you some questions? Yeah, ask away. Okay. So... These are called Just Answer, but you can also feel free to expand because I'm, you know, I'm not a dictator.
4: Okay. What is your show?
0: Uh, The show Mom? No, F Troop. Oh, F Troop. Ferris Troop. <laughs> yeah, Ferris Troop.
4: I mean, if someone came in here, they'd be like, fucking hell, she loves F Troop.
0: <laughs> Can't get enough of it. It ran from 1965
4: to 1967. I know that about F 2 It had a really had a really short run for such a mega hit. (laughs) Okay, I'm assuming it was shot on the Warner Brothers lot.
0: No, no, look at it. It was shot in
4: Texas. No, that's like that's like a corner of the lot. They like put up a fucking no,
0: no, 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 no. No, 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 no.
4: Do you use your safe?
0: Sometimes. Why? thought something you see
4: very often in a, in a, in a celebrity dressing room, <laughs> yeah. a safe.
0: Okay. So i missing twenties all <laughs> over the place. Being in LA. Yeah. Have you noticed qualities or traits in women that are different from where you
5: grew up? I know it was kind of a broad question. Um.
4: I think people come out here, with. I don't come out here unless you have a lot of drive and desire to make it. I think people who move out here, male and female, are very hungry for success in entertainment.
0: And maybe food.
4: Yeah, because they can't afford it when they first get out here, like me. You know, it's it's a city you come to with, with a lot of gumption and drive and moxie.
0: So is that an attractant, or does that? Is it that depends on the girl,
4: or the woman, or man. I suppose if, or you're asking about women, so I'll stop doing both genders.
0: No, do, I mean, do
4: I think? Uh, yeah, because sometimes it can it can be off putting. It's like, wow, you're so hungry for career success, you're not even paying attention to anything else.
0: Do you think that? Because um, we were talking earlier about how especially in your 20s when you when you come out here and you have to uh, this this field uh, along with a lot like a lot of of course a lot of other fields requires so much dedication mm-hmm. that there's a bit of like checking off the list in terms of relationships. It's like, okay, that one seems okay. I will do that. And, um, and then that part's done so I can still like focus on career because it just requires so much. And, and I think that everyone is, is sort of, a, any ambitious person has to dedicate, um, you know, 80 to ninety percent of their energy to that
4: and then yeah, to, to, to making it. Yeah. Or to keeping your career going. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm I have yeah, that's my life. I mean I haven't been very sick I'm never been married. I'm forty two years old. I, I would say congratulations. <laughs> 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 I mean I think there's plenty of people in my life who would say that I was so focused on on my goals that I probably could have could have had successful a successful marriage and a child by now if I was uh, less thousand percent focused
0: it's hard to spread yourself thin and make other people very happy like in your life that want companionship
4: it's tricky I mean i I have not been successful at it thus far but i think 43 is the year i make it all work
0: oh fuck yeah it is (laughs) okay what's the sexiest quality you find in a
4: woman funny being making me laugh i mean obviously it goes without saying first and foremost there's a physical attraction you want to sleep with the person or not i think men and women both go yeah i would or i wouldn't or i guess i would or i wouldn't or man i really would love to or i really would not love to
0: if women do it that instantaneously, like,
2: yeah. I, I don't know. I at least the way I was brought up, I was told that women will know within a minute of meeting you whether or not they're going to sleep
4: with you. What I think is the difference is that it isn't necessarily like with men, it's, it's these stereotypic attraction things, but with a, a woman, might be more open to being. I mean, I feel like women, the women I know have more of a wide range of tastes, Absolutely. whereas men are like, oh, I like this kind of looking person. And, uh, but then, After the initial, am I attracted to this person sexually, it's, does she make me laugh? That's everyone I've really liked has made me laugh.
2: Have you ever been with a woman or dated a woman that you weren't initially sexually attracted to, but then after you got to know her personality, you found her attractive sexually? Yes, and talent.
4: Yeah, I've been with women that at first I wasn't, I didn't necessarily have that first initial holy shit thing. But then there was something she did that was her skill whether it be being an amazing actress or being an amazing singer or being an amazing writer or well
0: being... passion right like passion, passion but also very...
4: talent i mean like you can i can look at someone who's a singer who i wouldn't necessarily have been sexually attracted to initially and then go holy shit that voice that is the sexiest person i've ever seen all of a sudden it's him. same I'm, I'm completely with that that's happened to me it happens to me all the time no, it doesn't happen to me all the time.
0: I was about to say, careful. It's happened to me, it's happened to me
2: a Easy. few times. Definitely.
0: Sim just got married.
4: Really? And how long did you date before you got married? We dated for, God,
0: like two two years. Sorry,
4: right? maybe
2: two years. Yeah.
0: But he knew.
2: I knew within five minutes. Yeah. Like I was done. He
0: I... told her to not go out on any more dates.
2: Yeah, I made her wow. cancel any all of her other and online how old are dates. I'm forty.
6: Oh, so good. There's yeah. hope for me, maybe. Because are you kidding
2: me? Of course,
4: because you're a forty year old who found true love at four, at thirty eight. Exactly, exactly. There is hope. But are you are you actively looking? Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you use social media?
4: no i mean i've i have flirted like on instagram before but, but I'm you not, don't I'm not, use like, out like a there.
0: bumble or a no, thing no, no. Or what about the thing?
4: raya the celebrity i've yeah. tried Raya. actually i dated a girl for nine months off uh of that, but i turned it off now but because it didn't <laughs> go <laughs> well but. Wait, don't you like a theme song with your yeah minus the different strokes theme song
0: <laughs> but we've talked to a few different celebrities that have used raya and and most of them have like turned it off or whatever, but what is the? I tried
4: it because I was intrigued by this idea of it and I actually ended up dating a, a woman who's great off of it for for seven months. But then I just felt like, okay, I, I, I tried that. I'm not sure it's for me and, and you can you can turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to your question is in our line of work, I'm meeting, who am I meeting? I'm meeting actors. I'm meeting um, occasionally a, a producer or a writer type. The idea behind wanting to try it was like, wouldn't it be great to date someone who's in where I, I live back and forth from New York and LA, who's in my city, but maybe isn't an actress or a writer or a producer or a whatever, editor. And so I met, I mean, not too far. I met a photographer, but at least it was different and it was interesting and it was intriguing to be dating someone outside of the entertainment industry, even though Fashion photography is, I guess, the entertainment industry.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I, yeah, somebody, I, I don't know why. I was just thinking about uh, that Tom Hanks movie, you know, it's called either Crash or Overboard or I'm on an Island. What's it called? Castaway. Castaway. That's right. Castaway. Yeah. I, like, it just occurred to me, like, maybe that woman at the end is the only perfect woman out there. Like, sending artwork through FedEx and, uh, you know, she lives in the country. So there you go.
4: I'm not sure how that relates to, to my story.
0: Because I, I have a whole list of men in professions that you should not date. Right. And I, I haven't been able to figure out the female equivalent.
4: To... Have you ever used these services? No, I haven't. Do you no longer date men in entertainment?
0: No that's the problem. I love our industry. I love like bouncing ideas and like the creative passion and somebody who understands like the schedule and the what I want to do and how I want my voice to be heard. And so
4: I think that you know who you're meeting aside, it's it is the trick, the lifestyle of it is tricky for someone who's not in the industry because you all of a sudden you're away for a while. And I imagine that's very hard to keep going with someone who's an orthodontist. Although although you'd have the best fucking teeth.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) This is an odd question. Go. You can answer it if you'd like. What woman would you trade places with for a day? Sim loved it. I like it, too. I think it's an
2: interesting question. I mean, I don't know what well, my answer throw, would be. Yeah, I don't well, know what my throw answer would
0: be. Would it be? It would be like I d- Pamela Anderson or... Pa- what like, the...
2: Ha- what? Yeah. That's a, I what mean, a weird...
0: Ha- just one Pamela day. Pamela Anderson, like where did that come from? You want to give like a fucking Why UN would I want to trade places
2: with Pamela Anderson for a day? That because makes no you want to sense. feel
0: what it's like to have like tits and I could
2: I feel my wife's tits.
0: I can... No, no, no. But I'm saying like you on your... Because if you're just... My answer, I think as
4: a woman, you thought that our male answer would be like, oh, I could fondle my sexy vagina...
0: Just, and that's not, just where for no, exactly. to, not where my brain. No, exactly. not where my brain. No. Do you want my... to like Can imagine you said
4: like okay now I'm like give, insert like... hottest girl ever here I'm Emily Ratajkowski <laughs> okay, whatever but... her name is and I'm just sitting there feeling my own boobs I, I, w- that's not really what I would do yeah
0: but okay but it's just for <laughs> so a true. day look
4: at these look, <laughs> look what I got look how great <laughs> these are and there's my vagina
0: I actually think it's be be very helpful if you guys. Changed like just just for the day. Yeah, yeah. With like just, I feel just an Anna Ferris femuli- movie coming on.
4: Can <laughs> <laughs> okay, we do a movie where I turn into you and you turn into me? We swap yes. sexes. Yes,
0: I would love that. Bra, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck
4: yeah, bra. I There's never more.
2: been a boyfriend girlfriend switching places movie. I, I don't think, think is, there is has been. Not so time, we're on the Warner Brothers lot. Right. Let's Why go don't pitch we do it. it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> this movie pitches itself. We just walk in right now. We bring the F Troop poster. It's gonna be like this. We put the, we put the F Troop poster down and we go. Need we say more? <laughs> it's, it's this, <laughs> but with us switching. Switch Imagine this, but it's Anna and I switching places. I would green light in a second. I think it's a winner.
0: Oh man, I went to like a weird like nipple waxing scene in my head. <laughs>
2: What's do you, a, you have your nipples waxed? What's a
0: nipple wax? No, wa- we, no, no. I was just like thinking li- if I was a dude and I would oh. look down and be like, "Oh shit, fuck! There's some hair. There's a little bit of fuzz there." All right, do I
4: women know, wax their nipples? Yeah,
2: I, was I don't know.
3: That. I don't know.
4: You I, know? Just, if not I, you, you must
2: have girlfriends listen. that do or don't. Is that a thing? Nipple waxing? For I woman? don't
0: know. I don't. I listen. I'm just trying to pitch fucking comedic scenes but here. Now dude. I need to
4: Google: Do women wax their <laughs> nipples? <laughs> Yo. Maybe one of your one of your minions yeah, he's could. He's honest. Are you Googling it? Can is you there Google nipple? that for me? Do women wax their nipples? I wonder if it's like if something is advertised at a salon. I'm like sure they do. Waxing. When you're doing the vagine, they, you might go, hey, check out. Yeah, these, exactly. Can you throw these in? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same. It's the same like wax. It's the same woman, right? You're, right. She does nipples too. I, what is it? Yes. Oh, so you do oh. it yourself. You well, can't go a, get it done professionally. I'm sure you can. If they're down there doing your vagina and yeah. an anus, they'll throw in nipples for free. <laughs> it's an add-on. Or <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing?
0: I'm, I'm just wondering what your scene would be as me. Uh, I picture
4: you going to the waxer and be like, hey, Josephine, throw in these guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But that's, I'm you. But what would the equivalent be? Like, what do you mean? So I'm in your body.
4: Right. Oh, Boy. you're because men we have to we don't go to a salon. we, no, no, have, no, to, but, we yeah, have to so, take a razor so, yeah. in the shower and keep it all at bay.
0: So that's what I do.
4: Yeah, I'd love to see that scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, is am I like terrible? Wait, at, like, in the in the body switching I, movie, yeah, exactly. Am I am I urinating all over the place? Yeah, you're playing with my penis. To... Not
4: not like you're you're shooting. your you're so excited to be able to aim your piss everywhere that you're just like pissing all over the walls
0: yeah but i also know that i have to fucking clean it up
4: no you don't you're anna faris That's walk true. away
0: the Fuck yeah.
4: <laughs> you're gonna have to put like little cheerios i remember when we were kids my brother was so excited we were at disney world and we were at the urinals and he was just so excited he went woohoo and he kind of like like kind of just fucking threw some
5: doused something. a few people no
4: doused the wall in excitement <laughs> and I always remembered that story like, He was so excited as a young boy He was like Xing
6: I that I have like, a penis and I'm at Disneyland I have
4: a cock in my hands And I'm at Disneyland Take that wall
0: <laughs> Yo brah This has been fucking real Bros before hoes <laughs>
4: <laughs> Are we still within the world of the bros Oh my god! If, I really that was like in, that was like Inception. We were we were back in the Bros. I had no before. idea. All right.
0: Hey, so as a director, does it as a director
4: Zach Braff? Yes, bring it down to NPR level.
0: Dear listeners, by the way, we have the most brilliant Zach Braff.
2: Hey,
0: That's hey. when the interns are supposed He's to. He's a writer, prod, director,
2: eating nachos. Writer, director, actor, composer. What else? Um. You are... I Wait, you've never record. composed anything? A Libra?
4: I have, sometimes I have hummed stuff to my composer and go and make it like that. Race car driver. <laughs> a tattoo dreamer. I have my pilot's license. Well, that's impressive. I've flown places. That's impressive. i are trying to think of other things to brag about. That's about all I got.
2: Um. You play a podcaster on TV.
4: I, mean, I play a podcaster on the new, hopefully hit ABC comedy, Alex Inc. Which is so charming, by the way. We saw... And f- she didn't watch it. And she you directed watched it, a little bit. it. She did not watch it. I watched the
2: whole it. thing. I watched actually both episodes. You first, watched
4: none of it. She asked
2: me heard questions. The title. You know quiz me. I no. guarantee you. I, I it's, did you it's, like it? I, I directed loved it. it. was both so, episodes you saw. I, I didn't know you directed the second one. I, I I didn't look at the credits for the second one, but I knew you directed the first one. But so so charming, and the the kids are amazing.
4: Yes, they're going to steal the show. The kids are amazing. You didn't see the <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> I have a fucking You're, show here to yeah. do. Yeah. You're drinking Chardonnay in your dressing room in your massage chair, staring at F Troop. But she knows it's based
2: on Alex yeah, Bloomberg. Yeah, she knows that I'm She in knows it. it's based, this is based is what on Alex she knows. Bloomberg.
4: This is what she knows. I'm in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we and did, maybe
4: it's ABC.
0: 7.30 Midwestern time?
4: <laughs> yeah. I think. Thursdays? Mountain. I think they call it mountain. Mountain time. Yeah.
0: Mountain time. Um, I went well, to school
4: in Chicago, and it was always weird because the primetime shows come on 7th. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that about me. Someone read a sentence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't read. I don't know how to read. Someone told me something.
4: Someone glanced at a sentence. <laughs> and
0: I was like, no, wait, I'm from the Northwest.
4: And then you, you found a way to. T- wait,
0: up, wait, no. You, Northwest. Wait. Oh. Yeah. That's... You know why
4: it's called Northwestern? No. Because when the school was founded, it was the Northwestern part of the United States of America. Oh, my God. You're bored. <laughs>
0: No, it's not boring. It's just, I just love it that that was probably like such a freshman fact.
4: It was like on the tour. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I took the tour with my dad and they do it in the spring because it's beautiful in Evanston, Illinois in the spring. And then you get there and it's the coldest fucking place on earth. And you're like, this isn't like the tour.
6: Where's the, wa- the
4: beautiful lakefront? Anyway. But did you like town. it? I Wait, it, You yeah. were theater.
2: My my wife went to Northwest. I was as well. a
4: film major. I like your wife more now.
2: Yeah, well, theater, the theater school and the film school are great. They're
4: yeah. I I'm, I was a film major, but took acting classes because I wanted to do both.
0: As a director, when you are on the set and an actor suddenly, either right before the scene or maybe even stops the scene, says. Why would I say that?
4: I hate that. Just say the fucking line. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, was that your question? So it's never happened to you? (laughs) It's all the time. Not all the time. I've worked with uh, a couple actors in my life who have been so bad at that that they've sort of ruined the experience.
0: And and do you think that that's like a hesitation of like actually stepping up to the plate and acting? Or do you think it's like they haven't thought it through well enough? Or because...
4: The problem is when it happens on set because... As a filmmaker, one thing I, a lot of people who aren't in the business might not know is a, a big part of your job is doing it all fast, and that's that's from someone who's made a two million dollar indie and you know a twenty six million dollar studio movie. No matter what the case, you or even in, in student films, you, a big part of your job is I have to get all of this, get it good, and get it fast because I can't go into overtime with the unions or I'll be yelled at or fired. So when you have an actor who's like, I just, can we talk? You're like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. We could have talked in those weeks of rehearsal. We could have talked at rap. We could have talked at lunch. Yep. But now you want to talk when I've got that famous person here and that famous person here and the producer giving me the evil eye, you're really, you're screwing things up. Because it's a race. No matter what level show you're on, you have less time than you need.
0: Of course. Well, I've worked with actors who who say that kind of thing. And I find it so frustrating because to me, it does feel like, are you stalling? Or like, why wouldn't you have thought about this before? Or... It does feel like an incredibly well, I've had indulgent move. When the move. person
4: won't say something that's really funny, they just don't like it. And uh,
0: and did you ever suspect that maybe that's because they uh, were afraid of sort of hitting the ball out of the park or the attempt to hitting the ball out of the park? In this
4: example, the joke was a bit risque, and the actor decided on the day he didn't want to say it, and I was really bummed because it was funny as shit. And so then I asked. I didn't know what to do. And so I asked. uh, It was didn't matter who said the line. And so I asked another actor to say it. And then the first actor got very upset. Really? Yeah. And I was like, "Why are you upset? You didn't want to say it. This guy thinks it's hilarious. And the joke's so funny, it's in the fucking trailer of the movie."
0: Listen, if you need me to say a raunchy joke,
4: I hear uh, that you're good at those. I hear that you're good at those.
0: And I don't ever go to set and say, "Why would I say this?" I just do it. I'm I'll a tell real you, team player.
4: I'm more aware now of hiring actors that are not only good but also aren't going to ruin the the time that we're going to have together.
0: I think more than ever, it feels like there's has to be a sense of teamwork, a bit, especially making comedies.
4: I know, but now more than ever, I do. It took this long in the industry to do more investigating, like, and I don't know, being on the. Producing directing side if actors really know that like now we now we call call about everyone because it's like it's if you've had a couple bad experiences you'll 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 call 10 people and be like how was your time how was your time because you know it's too much of your life to to have ruined by someone
0: do you think that that's the shift from just like the superstardom from the 80s and 90s how we used to have like these movie stars that you know studios would put up with all kinds of crazy, insane behavior uh, in a shift to more content-based appeal?
4: That's a very good question. Probably your best. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Maybe it has to do with just getting, as as a creator of stuff, for me getting to a point, there's plenty of directors who go, I don't care how annoying he or she is, I'll make it work. I think it gets to a point in one's career where they go, I don't care what you're paying me or how cool the person is. If they're horrible, I don't want to do it. I've had people that are heroes of mine that enough people said, dude, trust me, don't, that we just didn't because it was like, that, will be, that won't be fun at all. Be, you'll get to work with someone you looked up to, but you'll, it'll be six weeks of misery. And it's like, okay, well, I'd rather have someone that I fucking like, who's cool, who's nice, who's kind.
0: Yes, yeah.
4: Kindness.
0: And a kindness and, and which also usually correlates like it's usually in conjunction with an exchangeability. So like a completely narcissistic actor can be very internal and interesting, but then as the actor being opposite to that person, it feels isolating and and alone, you know. Well, like, and you're not
4: gonna do anything good if you're not comfortable. Yeah. I mean, as an actress or as uh, a director or anything, you're not going to, I, I bet you would say that the best stuff you've done is when you were comfortable and you liked everyone and you felt relaxed to be wrong and to be stupid and to be silly.
0: Everything I've done is the best stuff I've done.
4: I don't agree.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Have you seen all
4: of my work? I haven't seen them. the entire canon, but I loved you enough, Troop.
0: Ah, uh, thank you.
4: You know, 66 was my favorite year because it was right in the middle. <laughs> how long does this podcast go? Yeah, I, feel I know. like you Sorry. and I could talk for weeks.
0: Really? You do? Oh, yeah. good. Okay, well, I do want to talk to you. But do we want to do the game?
2: No. Uh, or should we go to callers?
4: How long do these usually go? Want, Two thing. hours?
2: Well, we have a lot planned, but I, I do want to get to the calls just because. I can do okay. anything.
4: I don't have to be anywhere till tomorrow. So we do
2: have like an advice, an advice portion. All right. So yeah. we're going to give are advice. Are these real callers? Real callers yeah. who wrote in asking for. Oh, actual they wrote in. They're not on advice. the phone.
4: That would be advanced. No, no, they they, they,
2: they are, are. They wrote in, but we actually selected the the actual callers. This is a
4: fancy show. Yeah. It doesn't look. Yeah. Fancy. Go ahead and start dialing. Can I take a picture of you?
0: Um. Okay.
4: We're calling them right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're getting, We are getting We can take the picture. Don't, don't worry about it. I don't
0: know what's going on, uh, by the way.
5: Only Sim does. Only I do. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
6: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello.
4: <laughs> so
2: hey, Annalisa, in... hang on a second because Zach Braff right now is taking a picture of Anna. Hi. Did you get the shot? I got it. She looks adorable. Hi. Okay. Uh, Annalisa, say hi to Anna. She's in she's in Washington State and she's
4: 25.
7: Hi! Hi! Hi, Anna. Hi, Zach. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you?
4: We're just drinking wine at, at a- uh, in my
7: dressing room
4: four fifteen <laughs> on a on a Tuesday.
2: <laughs> so that wonderful, Anna So we're gonna talk. We're trying to give you some help right now. What's going on with your fiance?
7: So my fiance and I have been together for six years now, and we have a very strong, trusting relationship. I would consider us to be best friends, and we always kind of have been. And I've never, ever doubted his faithfulness to me in our relationship. However, something happened recently that made me a little bit uncomfortable. Last week, I came home from work, and my fiancé kind of stopped me at the door and said, I need to tell you something because I really, I don't want you to be upset about it, but I hung out with a girl today and had a couple of drinks at her house this afternoon. And this girl in particular was his, one of his close friends, recent ex-girlfriends who I know a little bit, not very much. Um, But anyways, my fiance hangs out with this friend maybe about once a month or so, and Sometimes the girlfriend is there with them at their house when they're hanging out. And, but I never really had this impression that my fiance was even friends with or close to this girlfriend whatsoever. So it was a little bit of a shocker for me to hear that he'd, you know, hung out with her independently. And, um, I just never, uh, would have thought that he would have been friends with her. Um, so he said it was purely a friendly encounter and that she invited him to hang out and that he knew he should tell me about it. Cause he, we, you know, talked about this in our relationship about what to do if we hang out with someone of the opposite sex and to just tell the other person about it. And that's fine. Um, and he said, he said he wanted to stay friends with her and that he was probably going to hang out with her again in the future. And <laughs> He was wondering how I felt about that. I don't feel good um, about it. So I feel far. a lot of things about that. <laughs> so there's a—it's a kind of a complicated situation. Just to give you a little bit of a background. First of all, this girl is extremely attractive, which I have no problem with. I think she's hot too. But, it, but my fiance has said that to me in the past too. We've both kind of commented on how attractive she is, um, and that's all fine and good. Um, When that person is um, in a relationship with somebody else, it's not as big of a deal. But when you're hanging out with this person alone at their house, it's a little different. And then in addition to that, this girl just broke up with her boyfriend. So she's kind of in that potential rebound stage. And she also used to accuse her ex-boyfriend of hitting on me. When they hung out at her house, which he totally wasn't. He's like a brother to me. He used to be our roommate several years ago. Um, and so we really don't have that kind of French that kind of relationship, but maybe she kind of felt weird about that. So I'm worried that this girl either has some sort of crush on my fiance and is testing the waters with him, or that maybe she feels. Um, pissed off at me for some reason because maybe she thought her boyfriend was, well, her now ex-boyfriend was hitting on me and maybe that I was kind of baiting him to do that. Um, So my problem now is that my fiance doesn't see any problem at all with hanging out with this girl and maybe there isn't um, but given the circumstances I'm really uncomfortable with the situation and I just want to know if I'm overreacting.
4: Nope, no. nope. This is bullshit. I'm ang- I'm anxious and upset. <laughs>
2: no, uh, if you could see our faces right now, where we were all livid,
4: <laughs> we're all wincing and upset.
0: But 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 wait. Okay, but, uh, let's let's we'll be delicate. Um, but uh, so is, uh, okay. I, I have a, I have a few questions. So if you guys have been together for six years, and, and are, you're recently engaged.
7: We got engaged in October.
0: Okay. And you're planning your wedding for 2019, and you guys live together?
7: Yes. We actually own a home together.
0: Okay. So, yeah, that that's, that's in and of itself a, a, a big source of pressure. I don't love at all the way your fiancé is responding to your questioning. You seem like a rational person. I always felt like if a guy starts to go with the the whole thing of like you're crazy, you're jealous. I don't know if he's doing that, but um that's a red flag to me. And and also this defense is kind of lame um on his part. And and I know that you probably feel like a lot of women um and I've been there too where it feels jealousy is such an awful feeling yeah. that it makes and it makes you you get like wrapped it up into it, and a manipulative person can use that, you know, that idea. And I don't want you to feel small in a time of like what should be like are we are we're planning our future together, right? It's a big fucking red flag that he doesn't understand, and i I'm sorry to but you guys go because you guys know this
4: well. Men. I just think that I don't want to be with anyone who's going to make me feel jealous. And it's one thing if you're being irrationally jealous, that would be a problem. But this, everything you just laid out is, I think most people would feel curious and insecure and concerned about. And if I'm going to commit the rest of my life to someone, I certainly don't want to be put in that position. I, 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 I completely think it's rational for you to be jealous and confused and pissed off. And I don't know, I, I think we've, I've, been in that position where I felt horrible about it. And I don't want to, I don't want to choose people that wouldn't go, Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. I see, I see how you felt that way. You know, or, you know, some, some sort of uh, understanding.
0: What does your family think? Have you been able to talk about this with anybody else?
7: Well, I didn't want to alarm anybody because, I, you know, we're planning a wedding together. And so there's already a lot of stress around that. So that's why I kind of wanted to get some outsider's opinions because, I mean, my all my family just absolutely loves my fiancé to death. So I would never want to, um, without good reason, um, give them any reason to think otherwise. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk to if you. If he's all.
4: going over there, she's an attractive girl. They're drinking in the daytime. It's not kosher as my people say.
2: I'm confused by I'm <laughs> I'm confused by the fact that usually when when people break up, people take sides and it seems to me that your fiance's best friend that should be the side that you're both on, right? And Especially if you don't know her that well. I'm confused as to why he is still in her life, even though he should be siding with the friend. Does that make sense at all? Like, I don't. Why are they hanging out alone? First of all, does your um, fiance's friend know that they're hanging out socially together?
7: I don't think so. Um, we just actually hung out with his um, his this friend the other night and um i don't think it ever came up in conversation and i think he would probably feel
2: weird i mean if everything was out in the open and they're all really close friends and everything's fine your fiance's friend doesn't care that they're hanging out socially because they're all friends and you don't even know this girl this is all just just does not sound And also
4: it's not going to be if this is happening now you're not even married yet it's going to be it's going to be something that recurs in your marriage Oh, yeah that's what I'm saying you weigh is on.
0: that that it's not actually about this attractive girl at all like this is about their re- relationship of course mm. and if it wasn't this girl could it be somebody else
4: It's also I think about respect yeah um, from a, I think this other spouse and, uh, and and I'm I think needs to go out of their way. To make, because we all can be insecure, we all can be jealous, to say, hey, this is not that. I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm drinking in the daytime with a hot person that we both think is hot, hanging out in the living and
0: day. I do that all the time, though.
4: Well, he just got married, so <laughs> you didn't work. Yeah. Your charms didn't work. I just think, you know, I would like to think that my one-day wife will uh, go out of her way to make sure I don't feel that way. So... I-
0: The question I think is, and I don't mean to be like sort of gender specific with this, but I do, can you trust in your father or a brother or somebody to talk to your fiance to like kind of feel this out? And also what you should know is that if you cancel everything, it is so fine. Like if you walk away from the wedding and... Because because the the truth is what I think that we're all feeling from the story that we obviously don't know, but the story that we're all feeling here, I think, is that he's cheating on you.
2: And
4: Or flirting beyond what's yeah, acceptable. Or, or
2: close to it or would cheat if given the opportunity.
4: Yeah. Yes. If she made a move on him, we have to ask yourself, being totally honest and with yourself, would he right. would he would he say and no? I,
0: and I I think that what Annalise's gut is telling her is that probably something's happened. And whether it's kissing or whatever like whatever, like, oh, we shouldn't I don't
4: we, even know they, uh, a, my sense was even I mean, obviously we only had her a paragraph, but it was not necessarily that anything had happened yet, but that he was still pushing the envelope of what's what's cool that
2: was my problem. My problem with that was uh, was the fact that he was telling you that, hey, you shouldn't worry, don't worry about it. We're just friends. we're it's fine, don't I mean, I didn't like that because if the the minute you told him that you felt uncomfortable yeah. with it, you should have said, I completely understand. I won't see her again. The fact that he pushed back, yep. that's a
4: huge red flag. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. he said, I'm going to be hanging out with her again. Right, so, you exactly. Know, and, so
0: and that you included the details of how you had both viewed her as attractive, like sort of so, like there's something odd, uh, like not odd, but truthfully, here's the thing. At the end of the day, you're young. There's a world of people out there that you can have incredible experiences with.
4: And But that's hard because she's in love with this person Yes, and true you don't want to walk away but, from a marriage and the Well, whole
0: thing. they're not married yet I'm just saying Don't get pressured into a marriage Because the engagement has already happened Yes, yeah, so
4: I agree with that
0: um, Because everyone else is involved with their own shit So they like if you no
4: one cares you save yourself a blender uh,
0: yeah Uh, I've had a couple of friends in my life that have cut off engagements and I'm always so much more impressed with that than actually getting a divorce
4: right away because I think people get divorced like a year later and you're like you know what give me that fucking blender back yeah (laughs) (laughs) you didn't earn it
0: but 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 it's but it's also like that takes so much courage to sort of recognize oh, okay, here are the things that might not make me happy in five years, six years. So I know that at the risk of feeling a little bit of humiliation, and my friends and family being like, what the fuck is going on? It's so much easier than going through a divorce. And, and yeah, because truly, like, people are so involved, everyone's involved with their own stuff. So they don't just don't worry about feeling judged if you are second guessing getting actually married because i'm not sure this guy is um at this point in the game uh, if he is making you feel secure and that is hugely important yeah and uh so i i don't I and don't, that
4: horrible feeling you have, you don't want to have throughout your life. Exactly, <laughs> it, and it you sucks. do have to be careful sometimes that you didn't. Your brain just didn't go and make something insane up. But I think I've heard enough of what you said to think that's not the case. And
0: guys, I don't know if I'm wrong about this. There's a little bit of a mentality of, uh, well, I can cheat before I'm actually married, and that's not some like. Like I can do all this stuff. I gotta get it out of my system. Whatever his whatever whatever is going on in his brain, that's not something that necessarily gets out of the system. So uh, if that's what's going on with your fiance, I, I just don't know if it will dissipate. I think you should confide in a trusted source, and I think that you should also say when the timing is right to your fiance. I don't. I'm not quite sure what's going on with you, and I don't know. Cheryl, whatever, but I, I'm not sure that what you've told me adds up. Or and also
4: just what's true for you, that this is right. what, this is how it makes me feel.
0: Right. Right. And, and maybe say like, don't, please don't say anything until I finish. Um, but, uh, but this, this I always makes me do that. Me...
4: <laughs> no, I do. I always say I'm going to have, I have a long paragraph prepared. <laughs> don't say anything until I'm done.
0: <laughs> so what would you say
4: for her? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't prepared hers, but I'm saying I use that in communicating with the opposite sex. Um, I would say, um, don't say anything until I'm done. I mean, it'll be way longer than this. But it would be something in the spirit of, you said you were going to keep hanging out with this girl, and that really makes me feel not right in my heart. And I don't want that. I don't think you should be hanging out with women, attractive or not to you, during the day and drinking as a married man. Um, that's not going to be okay with me as your wife. And I don't want to feel like shit to my new husband. And it feels a little bit inconsiderate of you to not think how it would make me feel.
0: I think you can also say, and honestly, I think there is a little more to the story that you feel like you can't tell me. And I'm not asking that of you right now, but I can't enter into a marriage without knowing that I feel completely safe.
2: Hey, Annalisa, I know this is a lot. Was this, I know. Was I'm this so kind sorry. Of, I, I think we fucked it up more. I mean, I'm, Probably. Was, were you expecting this reaction from us also, at all? Also,
7: can I marry you?
2: <laughs> can you imagine? She's like, I, sorry, guys. I didn't hear a no. word you said. <laughs> Wait, you were not expecting this reaction? Uh,
7: no, I was not. I mean, I'm, I think that a lot of the things that you're saying um, reflect a lot of what I was feeling, but I was... I I feel like your reaction's even stronger than my own, which oh gives me I'm a sorry. little bit.
4: I'm sorry. So. It's Anna's fault. I was just supposed to be in Burbank today.
7: I'm a pretty modern person. I I mean, I I by no means do I uh, condone or accept there to be infidelity in any relationship that I'm in. But I mean, I'm okay with the idea of my my forever, you know, partner in life to find other women attractive and to have friends who are women that are attractive. But I think a lot of the things that you're saying kind of confirm the way I was feeling and that this particular situation is not okay. And that it's okay that I feel the way that I do completely. So I should definitely stand my ground about it and, um, See what he has to say about
4: I that. think most importantly too, I mean obviously if you, if you guys have some arrangement that makes you feel okay, then by all means work that out just so there 's clear communication. but you felt horrible enough in your in your heart to to write this letter and to to ask for some stupid stranger's advice like us so it means that that something came up for you and it will likely continue to come up again i imagine unless you kind of come to some sort of agreement with your fiance
0: i've been in relationships where i it's only in hindsight that i realized that the person didn't value me and i in the they're great learning experiences and i do believe that it's important to feel a little bit like a heartbreak in life, but if I could have learned those lessons a little bit earlier, um, I, I think I, I don't know. I I remember in the time like the idea of trying to make a bad thing work and feeling like all right, but this is normal or like this is what guys do or like this I felt is... that after two dates, <laughs> <laughs> but. I'm I'm sorry to like give I I hope this
4: it wasn't maybe we were too negative. Now I'm having second thoughts. But I, I, I don't, don't know.
0: know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I, I think you're not feeling valued. You
4: definitely have to have a clear yeah. communication. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I think that um, I think it's it's so important that you feel valued. It's so important that everyone feels valued.
4: I guess the shortest answer I could give you is if the tables were totally turned and my fiance did that to me i'd be really upset about oh my that. god i think any i would too you just got course. married so you can relate i i would never. i wouldn't if my fiance I was like hey that. i have to talk to you um you know that guy we both think is super hot yeah i was over at his house today drinking and no. i'm gonna keep doing it just so you know no no
2: no, <laughs> no. While we're yeah absolutely not <laughs> not happening
4: no
0: so my, i guess my final advice talk to a close family member because I think that anybody else outside of the situation would understand that something's not sitting right. And also talk to him. And he may try to manipulate you a little bit like what happened to me in the past, which was like, you know, you're crazy, you're a crazy actress, yeah. whatever. Or
4: he might be like, Don't listen to Anna Ferris, mm-hmm. she yeah. doesn't know anything.
0: <laughs> I'm unqualified. She's fucking on F
4: troop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but with another trusted friend, I would definitely I would seek their advice and, and I would also when the timing is right, it's all about timing with a fiance. I would say like, like, I don't understand this. I, I do, like spelled this out for me and please don't make me feel like I'm insane. I don't think I am. Cause I don't think that normal engaged people behave this way. Um, Oh God. Annalisa, you please I'm sorry. Keep, us, keep informed? us updated, please. Yeah. Cause, cause I, okay, please, 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 please know that you are not alone. There are so there's going to be so many people that are going to respond to this and so many people that have been there and you like, I think you
4: can't hear your story and not go, Oh, I remember when I was in something similar to that.
0: Oh yeah. And I'm telling you we'll, we'll hopefully, you know, we're going to be uh, like getting a ton of feedback with people sharing their stories that sound exactly the same. And I've had my own, um, please keep us updated. Please know that we love you. I love you.
2: Thank you so much, Annalisa.
4: Good luck.
7: Thank you. Bye. Bye.
4: Well, now I'm sad. Well, I'm, Fuck! I'm sad did too. we just break no, her heart? No, I don't want to break her heart. I felt like but it was an, you... it was like an intervention. Are we going to lie to her? Like, what is? I mean, we're no, not going to lie to her. No,
0: we can't. I'm, but don't but you? But now I... I'm
4: sad. <laughs> we broke her up.
0: <laughs> but but what if we prevented? Like, She's I don't 25 know. 25. years old. She's seven... twenty-five. So you guys think? I mean, because I think he's totally cheated. I I'm sure they've been fucking. I,
4: I, I don't know about like, the cheating I don't part. Think, yet. I think he's probably. Pushing, I think he, yeah. I think he's probably um, pushing the envelope just to, to have fun flirting, not to plug my own work. <laughs> <laughs> but I once made a movie about this. It was called The Last Kiss. Rachel Bilson uh, implies that he should come over for one last fling before he gets married, and it's about a guy wrestling with that. And it made me think of that movie because I think I think this guy sounds like not you went to that he definitely cheated. My brain didn't do that. My brain went, This guy's like enjoying flirting and, and if it went there it would go there, but he's pushing the envelope of what he can do before he gets married, which is super um bad for a fiance. I,
2: I don't like him for her at all. <laughs>
6: That's stamps.com. Code program. <laughs> nope. We
2: have
4: one more call, by the way. Let's, I, let's I, do it. Yeah, I hope that she keeps in touch, though. I hope we did a good job. We did. We told her the truth. We told yeah, her. Yeah, I know. Why, why do you seem so brow Because her?
2: she feels because because Annalisa feels terrible after this conversation. I yeah. know she does. Yeah, but you she know. Wasn't, she wanted to hear that she. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, that she had, yeah. Do you often
4: help people or is it always this I know, uh, we
0: always fucking devastate
2: them.
3: <laughs> Hello.
4: Liz? Yeah. Hi, Liz.
2: It's Sim. How are you?
3: Good. How are you? I'm
2: doing well. I'm going to introduce to Anna right now.
3: Hi, Liz. Hi. I can't believe this is happening. I've been listening to y'all since basically the first episode. <gasps> Never thought I would be on the phone. Liz. Let alone
0: talking about this topic. I but. love you. Well, we're going to try and help you. But first, Anna
2: this. is going to introduce our special
4: guest.
0: We have Zebrass.
4: Hi, Liz. I'm here to help.
0: Hi,
4: Liz. How are you? Hi, Liz. I'm. I'm really. I'm hopefully going to be helpful in giving you the best advice that I can because I'm really. I'm really ready. I
3: hope so. Because. I've only had a female's perspective at this oh, point. Oh, you're, so awesome you're about to have to have
4: your to have a pillar of masculinity's uh, two cents.
2: <laughs> Tell us what's going on with your boyfriend.
3: All right. So we've been together for about eight months now. Um, the first month it was pretty casual, fun, normal. But then I guess after a month we started being more exclusive and hanging out more. Um, we started, you know, sleeping together on weeknights and it kind of quickly turned into this, I think I want to sleep with him more than he wants to with me. It would just be like, we'd be going to bed and he'd just be like, Oh, I'm tired. And which is fair, but then it kind of just kept happening. And it's not like I wanted it every single night, but it turned into like every three or two days. And this was all like still pretty new, like in the honeymoon, I still think it's in the honeymoon phase, but it just, I've never really experienced that before. And then meanwhile, I would get on Instagram either the day of or the next day and would see him like following all these Instagram models and not only just Instagram models, like younger girls that live here in Austin that are like 20 or something. And he's 29. And they all kind of had, like, the same, like, I don't know, features. So they would all be Do you mean, blonde well, and I mean super curvy. I'm brunette and not near as curvy as the girls that he's been following and looking at. And then just, you know, going and seeing him after seeing that and then him not, you know, just wanting to go straight to bed, like, definitely did not make me feel good. And so it just kind of got to a point that I just broke down and I said something about it. And this was like a week ago that I finally just like said, Hey, like I see all this stuff that you're doing and I, and like, normally I wouldn't care, but I feel like it's translating to our relationship and when we're together and I just don't feel good enough. Like he doesn't even say any comments about me physically, which sounds superficial, But it's like, I want to feel like I'm attracted to him as much as he's attracted to me. Like just looking at him turns me on and I don't feel that way with him. And then, so when we had this conversation, he basically admitted, he was like, I haven't told anyone this, but kind of since my existence, I've watched a ton of porn and So, when he told me that, honestly, I really wasn't that surprised because he's a pretty sexual guy, which also doesn't help knowing that. Like, one time we were playing that heads up game and the theme was adult, and like, you couldn't even, you didn't even have to finish the sentence for him to know which porn star it was. And so I kind of already knew that. But at the (laughs) same time, I was like, I don't care what you watch, but it's affecting like our relationship physically. And I don't feel like, I'm good enough for you to where I turn you on. And then after we had that conversation, I feel like it almost got worse. And I don't know like how graphic I can get right now. Get graphic. Get graphic. (laughs) Please. (laughs) We're drinking wine on Tuesday. (laughs) Like we were probably making out for a good 10 minutes. Like he went down on me and I thought he was ready and he was nowhere near ready. And so I was like, all right, just, lay back like I'll help out and he was like no your hand like your mouth isn't gonna do anything like use your hand and I was like what the like do I suck that much at that because I definitely haven't heard that before like uh, before I've met you I was pretty confident and like you know the way I look and just that aspect of my life and just this whole thing is bringing out all my insecurities and I, so I guess like my question is a little twofold because how do you have this conversation to where it's productive and like something changes out of it? Because I've never wanted to be that girlfriend that's like, no, you can't watch what you want to watch. because I'm not innocent, but at the same time, like I said, just looking at him turns me on and it's just taking so much effort for him to physically be able to have sex with me. And also is this, A common problem in society because talking with my girlfriends, they've never had this problem. I've never had this problem. I mean, unless, like, you know, a guy's really wasted. And I mean, I feel like that's pretty normal. I'm just afraid this is going to turn into a trust issue later on down the road. I'm almost pretty sure if one of those girls that he follows was in his bed, like, he wouldn't be having that problem if it was them and not me. It's kind of how I feel.
0: First of all, this is such, such a common problem, number one Number two Okay I do not like him for you at all I think that your body should be worse Like you should feel as sexually alive and confident in a relationship as you make somebody else feel You seem like a incredibly smart, incredibly like rational, sexy human And you should be made to feel that way and I, I I don't know if even talking with him necessarily works. This sounds like a deeper thread. And he, I was going to ask you, like, what other things about him do you like? Like, I mean.
3: That's, yeah, that's what's making this so difficult is outside of the bedroom. He is amazing. Like, all my friends love him. I mean, they, a lot of my, I haven't told really anyone this. So like talking with my girlfriends that I haven't told this to, they're like, it just, it looks like he loves you. Like he adores you. He's always like worried about you and hearing about you. My parents love him. Just, I, I don't know. And like talking to him about this most recently and about that specific night, he was like, I'm sorry. It was, there was just a lot of pressure. Like I can't, if, especially if I'm thinking about it, it can't just happen. But at the same time, I'm like, you're, Twenty nine, like you're young. I don't. I don't
4: yeah. Know. Uh,
0: okay. First, this is definitely where we are super fucking unqualified.
4: I can talk about erections,
0: because <laughs> because <laughs> the, you know m- you know maybe maybe there's uh, a time and a place where you can say, okay, listen, here's a support group, but I don't know if I can uh, like continue on with this you know with like seeing 5 6 years from now uh, right. like you know and and telling him that that you want to feel incredibly desired and asking him like yeah. what parts of my body do you like um and like tell me like like grab my tits and be like ah I love this or whatever or like (laughs) my ass and be like
4: grab my tits and go yeah
0: and like you know your lips or your hair or whatever and and like you may have to uh, you may have to sort of coach him a little bit but I don't know if that's necessarily your job if you if you don't want it at all I think you're going to have to really examine how much investment you want to put into this. And I don't want you to go another year or two, you know, not feeling like a sexy, gorgeous woman.
6: Well,
4: I think a couple of things. There's this Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie that really makes me think about um, that he directed. Yes, I know. What's it called, that movie? Oh, the Don Juan? Don Juan, yeah. What it's, is it called? It's, it's about this very issue, yeah. about about this age of porn everywhere and men shooting their proverbial load, if you will, um, in in the afternoon. And then their woman comes home and they're not horny anymore because right. they've, they've masturbated. I think a 29-year-old guy, you know, is probably not going to be... Uh, Horny, you know, if he's already masturbated, he's probably not going to be. horny. But horn- he's
2: probably masturbating to the
4: craziest shit out there. Well, that's irrelevant. The so, point no, no, is no, that, that is—that's
2: not. I'll tell you why it's relevant. It's relevant because how is she going to live up to what he, his fantasy from during the day?
4: I'm saying no matter what he. M- m- ejaculated too he's still on empty by the time yeah, his he's beautiful done. girlfriend yeah, right, comes right right exactly
2: he is on empty if
4: he's 18 he might have sure. three more ejaculations to go <laughs> good point but if he's 29 he That's might a have a point. load per day
2: <laughs> yes True, but why? load
4: per day is a great title for a new movie by the way write that down
0: <laughs> but what but wait what but why is he following uh, all the instagram models like, like, what? What's that about? That's
4: kind of like the new Playboy, I think, yeah. for men. The new Maxim, the new is like Instagram.
0: Uh, uh, okay, it's still not a not a strong argument.
4: No, I'm saying and the truth <laughs> is I think a lot of men. I mean, it's pretty brazen to follow them, actually, but I think a lot of men search Instagram because back in the day when our fathers were like looking through Playboy sure, or whatever sure, Maxim sure, sure, was sure. back in the day, right? It's now that's just all Instagram. So he's, he, I don't think this, I mean, whatever, he's a, he's a horny dude. He's probably flipping through pictures of, of, of girls. The problem is, is that he's not saving any of his uh, uh, horniness for his woman.
0: No, 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 I don't think that's a problem at all. Really? I think that he's uh, not necessarily hearing her or
3: I mean, maybe it's, uh, I yeah,
2: don't know. Yeah. One
3: other question I had when he told me he was like, "Look, I haven't told really anyone this." So the questions that started going through my mind was like, well, "Have you not have had this problem in the past with past girlfriends? Had, was it just swept under the rug? Is it just me? And, like, like what I else do like I not know about you?" Up. Right, right, right,
0: right. Um, I don't know. Maybe A tw- you guys.
2: At twenty nine, he should have more than two loads in him per day. Well, yeah, day? I think two two. Minimum. It depends on the man, right? But I what his what, what his LPD is.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but <laughs> I think I think this this problem is twofold. I think there's you know part of it is, is the porn addiction, the fact that he doesn't have you know he, he doesn't have enough load in him for for later. But the Wait, other part of it he is that not he's... he
3: work all day. Does Liz? What? Does he not work all day? Yeah, he works. And like sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, I'll see that he like started following whoever. During like while he's at work, that's, that's I'm like, bad. are you just in the bathroom like doing this, or
4: I, I don't know. Also, I will say about erectile dysfunction that I think it's not only that he's he's out of loads, <laughs> but that also um, once he once it's happened, he could be having anxiety about performing performance anxiety. So it's like it's that can be a spiral where you're like, why aren't you fucking hard? And the last thing he's going to do is get hard <laughs> if his girlfriend's going, why aren't you hard? You know, it's like. Your body has no yeah. room to rush blood to your penis I if it's panicking. I do
0: wonder if men have gotten so used to jerking off so much that their hand is so much more familiar than a vagina. That, what?
2: Yeah. Wait, your on, hand is...
0: So much more familiar. Oh, like I think a, you meant like
2: another... No, no, Your no, hand no. is familiar uh, because we've yeah, like, been doing yeah, it so Yeah, long. the
0: man's hand. Right. Right hand, left hand, I don't know, whatever, whichever...
4: <laughs>
3: it's so much more familiar.
4: I think it's a combo. But it's so much easier. I think it's a combo sandwich of um, he's not horny anymore because he's probably masturbated, and now he knows with you there's this anxiety. Could he possibly not get hard? And so he's even more anxious, right? And it's he, a self fulfilling prophecy.
2: He wants to please you so badly that he's getting into his own head.
4: Yeah, you can read up on 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 this. I'm sure someone way more articulate than us about about anxiety, you know, performance anxiety. But it sounds like once it happened once. He's now, now he's super anxious when he's about to have sex with you. So he's getting, he's getting in his head.
0: Liz, I, I think that you have to tell him all of this stuff if yeah, you just play if him you this, really just love. Just play
4: this interview for me. <laughs> but, but,
0: but, but no, truly, truly though, though but truly though, if you, if you really love him and love all the elements, part like the, the, you know except for, or you know whatever, I, I just want to make sure that you feel sexy and loved because that's a very important part of the relationship, of course, and. I think it sucks when sort of a uh, the woman has to take an, an initiative on a, a, like the sexual part of the relationship um, because we're sort of socialized to feel insecure about that. I think that you should in this case, if, if you if you really love him, you know, maybe I, I don't know if you guys can go away for a weekend or something and you can say like, let's sort of play a bit. I'm going to go down on you. Please don't come like tell him like don't you
4: fucking dare come whoa i just got hard <laughs> <laughs> that's my new ringtone
0: and then i'm going to shove my tit in your mouth
4: <laughs> wait slow down and then i'm going to sit on your face
0: and then i'm going to leave you in bed for a minute like I don't know, like like make like uh, if you can could, because that's how sexuality's morphed. Well, maybe it's always been uh, sort of um, uh, it's always been such a forbidden area. But
4: you oh, know what I like about you, Liz, what? is that you said oh, not me. you, <laughs> Jesus fucking narcissist. <laughs> she hears that's a tall actress for you. You know what I like about you? What? No, not you. You sound very sexual and and you're and you're and you're confident in your sexuality, which I think is super attractive, and you're saying like "Look, I find him so fucking hot and i 'm horny and i'm, a, I'm I, I, I feel my you know you sound like someone who's sexually confident and knows what she wants, and this doesn 't sound like it's what y- you want because sexuality is a big part of a relationship if you're talking about going the long haul." This is someone you're gonna only you're gonna eventually commit to someone to only have sex with them for the rest of your life. Not to say this couldn't be worked out, um, but it is a it is a giant red flag. You're right to call Anna Farris and ask for her unqualified advice.
3: Right. And like having this conversation with him and hearing the words come out of my mouth, it's so weird. I mean, this is almost like ego bruising and not only just making me feel insecure, but I just feel like I can't formulate the right words to explain this without sounding crazy or difficult or demanding or just superficial. I don't, I don't know. Oh god
0: no. Oh, no,
4: no, no. Just, you is, you yeah. sound so healthy. I bet there's so many people that are that listen to your podcast that can relate to this woman's story.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Well, there's been like the whole idea of how we've been uh, socialized uh, like um, as women uh, In order to be cool in quotations, um, it's like you're supposed to accept your boyfriend's porn uh, obsession or like you're supposed to be cool with. And and I don't know exactly where I fall into into any of that necessarily, but I do know that I want to feel
4: I want to feel fucking worshipped. You do know that if your boyfriend came home and multiple times didn't want to sleep with you or couldn't get hard that you'd be concerned probably.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, yeah. I just I just I want to feel loved and admired and and I and I want to be able to give that back. And I and it's a sticky area.
4: Wow, you're good. Uh, oh god. <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of that's the kind of gold. Not in my today. world. <laughs> oh, she said <laughs> not
2: my world.
4: Liz, Liz. Liz for the win. Yeah. Hey Liz, we have to go, but I hope this yeah, advice is okay. I, Liz, I'm sorry that it wasn't helpful no, at all
3: this great like especially hearing from y'all and not just like my three girlfriends because I've been too afraid to talk about this with anyone that I know so yeah this is an awesome I
4: think the best the best solution is like always and this is like not unique advice but just like brutal honesty like if you're if you're not if you're if you're going to be beating off all the time and not saving that for us then that's a problem and uh, you know you can forgive um, erectile dysfunction. That's a c- c- problem that men have, and often has to do with anxiety or, or obviously age. But he's twenty nine, so that doesn't count. But so I mean, that's something that can be worked on. But like, if you're if you're actively knowing that hey, we might hook up tonight, but you're beating off in the cubicle at work, that's right. There's multiple problems about beating off <laughs> in the cubicle at work.
0: <laughs> but uh, and and also Liz too, like um, I I think I don't know. It might be interesting if things go well with that initial conversation um uh, to um be slightly dominant um and say like okay you're in bed you know whatever when you guys are in bed and relaxed
4: don't go too fast <laughs> <laughs> take the slow have
0: got the f troop room about to get sticky um but uh no but but uh i I don't know i i would just be um slightly more aggressive (laughs) fuck you (laughs) i'm not giving it all up to you you (laughs) fucking ass sorry not you liz my new friend zach
4: well i mean you said you said i would be dominant i would say something like colon and then you've yet to produce anything that's useful (laughs) to anyone For all we know Liz's boyfriend is listening to this and trying to masturbate f- feverishly to it. Oh god. I don't sorry. get many ideas. Sorry, sorry, sorry Liz. Uh,
0: I would uh I would just just sit on his face, you know. The old
2: oh go-to. f two the old stand-by, sit, on your, sit on his face. When oh, all God. else fails.
4: So Mom basically what you're saying is when all else fails, just sit on their face?
0: Yep, yep, yep. Shuts them up. Let me write they that can't down. can't look at anything but the bottom of the tit.
4: <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Oh, my God, oh, Liz. Liz. But,
0: but truly, thank you so much because I, we've gotten this question a lot. And thank you so much for sharing because this is – it's so not uncommon – but it's it's important to me that that you feel that you feel really good about about who you are and you know I th- bet
4: this is a very common problem.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. In this day and age, Liz, with,
4: with thank this, you. With this with this internet, Liz, thank
0: I love so I much. love you. Thank you so much. Please keep us posted if you feel like it. We love you. I love you. Bye.
3: For sure, I love y'all.
0: Bye. Bye. It's a totally common problem, right?
2: I think it is, but here's the thing, though. I didn't want to say this because I, I felt so awful after the first call. That don't worry, she won't be I, listening. I know she's not listening now, but I don't think the story ends well. It just doesn't. Neither one of I don't, those stories ends well. No, yeah. no. Even if she tells him to stop watching porn, save the LPD for me. Mm-hmm.
4: It's not. Gonna I work.
0: think that women uh, like.
4: A new it problem is a now with, really like, with fucking porn tough in your,
0: situation porn, now. Porn in
4: your pocket, I think, is a, is, is yeah. going to be a, a growing problem. Yes. Pun intended. Because there's
0: always, a, oh, I think that there's this uh, idea that there's always something better, or like, because you know y'all are kind of stupid Well, he's
2: he's like looking at 19 20 year old instagram models right and he's you know jerking yeah. off in his cubicle right yeah
4: or or the stall of the bathroom or whatever yeah and then he's coming home and he's he's had his lpd he's had his lpd and she's like i'm horny and he's right. like oh let's watch the family guy
0: this is oh, so fucking depressing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how like what is there a win? Where's like a, is there a win for a woman?
4: I think for him he would. I mean, if he's truly a porn addict, he would. He would need to get counseling to chill out on the porn.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. We didn't ask her how. The or,
4: or, or or oh, was counseling is an extreme step. Or just stop fucking watching porn every day. That's the first step. He but needs there to are stop. people. I mean, there are people who who need to go. What get if he's help.
0: been doing it for like thirteen
4: years? Well, there was a certain point in their relationship when they were fucking a lot. I'm sure.
2: I don't know anyone That has a healthy Sex life And is also addicted to porn I don't know anyone like that Or at least Really I never I don't know I don't talk to my guy I think if you're having
4: great sex You don't really You don't really need You don't really want porn Because you're having great sex
2: Absolutely
0: So what's a What's a woman to do I I, I, truly like what it truly what is a woman to do in this day and age like when a guy is sort of from like age of 14 now 13 whatever they can start watching crazy crazy ass porn
2: anytime they want right there on their their, uh,
0: with like uh, unrealistic body types tons of moaning and groaning uh, like
2: different uh, fantasies different yeah, type of yeah of course. Uh, so whatever w- twisted thing
4: you can think of absolutely
0: uh, how is how are, it's like of course uh, the human population oh, maybe this is part of the grand plan it's like the fruit fly jar experiment it's like this is how our master creator not the masturbator but the master creator is limiting our population <laughs> figured it out you guys are jerking off too much we're not having babies. It is
4: a conundrum.
0: Yep. Everything's going down. All right. And it's thanks to your fucking sick minds. I
4: think Liz needs to find someone that that is so excited to sleep with her that exactly. he doesn't want to waste his sperm on uh, insta porn. Who
0: doesn't yes, want the but real thing? Do you know how hard that is to find? And pun when intended, I say hard.
4: Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we should wrap this up why have you ever done a three hour episode let's do it (laughs) how many more callers can we take
0: oh god hey dear listeners thank you so much for um for listening and please also uh write in with your thoughts and comments about um our callers and uh and zach braff Mm. and zach Um,
2: why don't you promote his thing oh my thing
0: okay i'm gonna promote your thing Hey you guys, Zach's new show, Alex Inc. Oh,
4: that's a terrible
0: I gotta I gotta put more oomph, right?
4: Yeah. And just like be excited about it. Like you watched every episode.
0: <laughs> hey you guys. Zach's new show, Alex Inc. premieres Wednesday, March twenty eighth on ABC, eight thirty, seven thirty central. And I gotta tell you, it is so fucking good.
4: <laughs> it is really good, but t- t- if you believe for a second, but she's seen it. <laughs> she's fucking Here,
0: read, read, your, read your own rest of the copy there. Hey you guys.
4: <laughs> Zach's new show, Alex Ng, premieres Wednesday, March twenty eighth on ABC. It's on at eight thirty, seven thirty if you live in those mountains. And it says here, it's about Alex, who's in his mid-30s with a wife and two kids, makes the crazy decision to quit his good job and dive into the brave new world of oh starting a business. Oh my God,
0: you're so fucking bad. But listen, let me, let me tell again.
4: you something. Here's what's relevant to your listeners, if I can give them the hard it's sell. Fine, it's yeah. about a guy who starts a podcast. And this is, as they say, a very successful podcast, the one I'm on. As they say. And, uh, and it, 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 if you like podcasts, it's about a guy. It's actually a true story. If you've ever heard of the podcast Startup, which was another successful podcast, we optioned that guy's life story and, um, and made it into a, a comedy. And if you're listening to this, you like podcasts. So A. Yeah,
0: you I, like you I like them Startup. so much that you've been hanging in there till the end.
4: Well, check out Startup, which is a podcast um that is really good. The first season is which uh, the one upon which our show it's is based It's Called Witch Hunt. <laughs> no, that was Trump's tweet today. Witch Hunt. Did you see that? All yeah, caps? I did. I <laughs> he just tweeted all caps, witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, uh,
1: we're all
0: gonna die. But before
4: we die, I want you to watch my show. <laughs> Hopefully, you won't die before March 28th. Uh, hey Zach, yeah, it's
0: been so amazing. I Thank think you're you amazing, so and I can't
4: wait to get in the massage yeah. chair. Thank yeah, you. fuck
0: yeah. Thanks I'm Zach. Hand Thank is you. Sweaty. Good night
4: is everyone. Sweaty hands.